Hello and welcome to the Talking Barefoot podcast. I'm Aranya and I'll be your host for today. It's been a crazy week of European football and there's still the huge Champions League final this weekend, but we'll come to that a little bit later. Today we're going to be talking about something that hits a little closer to home. We're going to be talking about the Indian football scene, something I'm sure many of you will want to know more about including us and especially in light of the recent partnership between Borussia Dortmund and Hyderabad FC. We'll also be talking about other such partnerships between major European clubs and Indian clubs, what it means for the development of football in India, and how the overall scene is progressing with the Indian Super League, youth football, and much, much more. We have a very special guest today who will give us more insight into this, and we'll even be taking your questions at the end of this episode for him to answer. Right. Uh, first of all, uh, Bhaskar was unable to join us for this episode, uh, so it's too upfront for us today. Uh, welcome, Mehul, as always, and I'd like to welcome our very special guest, Abhishek Sharma. Abhishek is a sports entrepreneur and a football agent who works with a young generation of sportsmen in India. He's the founder and owner of Athletes Today, a sports management company, and not only football, but he's involved with hockey and cycling as well. So we're very very pleased to have you Abhishek welcome to the podcast and I'm sure we're going to have a very enlightening episode today. Thank you guys uh it's lovely to connect with you guys and maybe be on this platform uh and have a chat with you guys so yeah it's a pleasure. Okay. So I'd just like to start off by asking you about your profession and uh, athletes today. Can you tell us more about what you do and what your company does? Uh, yeah sure so basically uh, i've been a uh, sports lover ever since uh, you know all of us you know uh, uh, growing up in india you know following sports and you know wanting uh, to somehow be a part of it you know earlier uh, when i was a lot more younger i thought someday i'm going to become a player which did not happen professionally um, so i was very inclined when i was doing my college in bangalore i was very inclined towards sports management and you know trying to figure out what i could do uh, in it so um, hence while i was in my second year came across a opportunity for me to work in the indian premier league um, so i grabbed on to it i worked in it it was lovely i uh, started my career working with rcb um with this event company called dna networks which is one of the biggest event companies in india um so so that's how my journey started into the field and the line of sports uh, actually and uh, i think i remember i did uh, two more years of the indian premier league and uh, i happened to come across a fantastic lady who used to come from australia to india um during the ipl season and uh, you know she was having a chat with me and she said you know i was asking her you know uh, i you know i'm done with my business management i'm inclined towards sports i don't know you know what should i do uh, ahead and uh, she then told me why don't you pursue a course in sports management and you know see if you can you know get make a career out of it and that's when uh, actually the light hit me where i was like okay what is what what does sports management mean you know uh, as a you know is there is there a course also like this in india matlab ye exist karta hai ya nahi so that was my entire thought um eventually i found a college i went pursued uh, working there i uh, i went pursued uh, studying there and at post which i started working in mumbai 
so I worked in the industry of sports infrastructure, athlete management, uh, grassroots development with three multiple companies before. Um, and then I think this was during 2016 uh, where I came up with the idea uh, of knowing that, you know, because I worked with players and especially the Olympic players, I realized that, you know, um, there is no management aspect to players which are given, you know, so they don't know uh, what is supposed to be a player agent, what is an agency, you know, they get mistaken uh, thinking, you know, a PR agency or a social media agency is like a management agency, you know, social media, PR and all of this is a very tiny bit of the entire spectrum. So we realize that these are the challenges that apart from non-cricketing sports, uh, what the athletes face. Um, and that's when we thought we we're going to form an athlete management agency. Um, and that was the entire thought behind it because we did a, we did five months of research to realize, you know, how do athletes struggle? Why does India not do well? You know, what are the challenges for the athletes? You know, things like that. So we realized there were, there were a lot of professional management angles to it. And earlier the thinking for, uh, uh, for most of the people was like, you know, a coach, uh, you know, if an athlete got a commercial uh, contract or something like that, he, he or she would go back to their coach who has no idea about how it how the management and the commercial angle of managing a player works. You know, because a coach is a very technical person who is going to be working on the field, not off the field. So these are the things that we realized and um, this is where, you know, we took a call and we said, you know, um, let's form an athlete management agency. In 2016, we formed Athletes Today and this is how our journey has been in these three years, three and a half years. Right. Yeah. I, I think uh, as kids, probably all of us in India, we dreamed of being professional footballers one day. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, yeah, you know, 10, 15 years on uh, having a podcast that's going pretty well, I'd like to say, and having your own company, I think is a good place. It's a decent place to be. Absolutely. So that's, it's, it's good to know your story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also Calcutta born brought up. So, you know, football is just in yeah. my blood from the start. Right, right. So, so it's just, it just comes very easy. Yeah. I think that's uh, uh, important as well because a lot of people will also want to know, not just, you know, since many people may not be able to get on the pitch, but off it, there's so much that goes on as well. Apart from the coach, there's so many facets to the game. So I think that's very interesting insight, uh, you know, to what you said. Correct, correct. And and to be really honest, guys, you know, the sports industry in India is a, is a is a ten to twelve year old baby, okay? Because if you see the first professional uh, private league in India in terms, it started with the IPL in two thousand eight. So if you if you see our journey, it's just been twelve years. So it's a very young new industry, and it's giving platform to a lot of upcoming sportsmen to at least you know know that you know I can make a career out of it. You know now it's not like the old days where 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 you know you get a job in the railways or you get a job through sports quota somewhere else and then you're you know part time sports person and part time government officer. So that aspect has changed. So now with private leagues and you know be it kabaddi, be it badminton, be it football, uh, 
a kid can think about ke ha you know i if i become a professional uh, player in whatsoever field there's a career out of it i can make money out of it i can i can i can be successful at it you know so now now is the time where things are changing and picking up which is good for the indian uh, sports scene and the indian society also overall yeah i think we can already sense what an insightful episode this is going to be so uh, i just like to welcome you abhishek thanks for being here um before we delve into uh, you know the football partnerships the european and uh, indian collaborations and all of that i'd just like to ask you let's keep aside the fact that you're a player agent you're a player manager you work with some established indian superstars some upcoming talents what was it like to grow up uh, you know as a football fan in india like we we've delved into this question in in the early episodes as to where we all of us talked about how what it is like to grow up in a cricket crazy nation loving football what was it like for you i mean see uh see i'll i'll give you examples okay so i like you know i've been born brought up in calcutta i'm very fortunate i love my city uh, you know it's given me a lot uh, in terms of sports art music literature you know it's like i'm privileged to be a part of such a strong community and a society based out of bengal and calcutta uh, that is number 1 number 2 is uh, i because when you're in a city like calcutta you have football everywhere around you so you whether you like it or you don't like it you will automatically become a part of the football following system so so that was one of the key reasons for uh, someone like me when i was a lot more younger that i got inclined to football because um, whenever like you know during school days or something we would have a break we would go play football uh, you know whenever whenever we come back from school and have like a one hour playing time we would play football um whenever there is a premier league game they are watching football so football was um, all of it uh, then for us and then you know i had a i wasn't a i wasn't a great or a good footballer i was just about okay uh, but my closest friends you know how friends play an influence in your life so couple of my closest friends back then they were they were uh, they were decent footballers but they were completely fanatic and crazy about football and especially european football so i didn't really know too much about european football i was maybe about 10 or 12 years old um and 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 my best friend introduced me uh to to the english premier league and things like that and he was a arsenal fan you know so so uh, so it was so he, he was, was so he was <laughs> <laughs> what i mean is he is a arsenal fan he's been missing yeah. for a couple of years now um <laughs> so uh, so you know you know my journey started like that and then again a uh, again a factor came into my life was that uh, my father has been a very football uh, lover a uh, very big football lover so my father went for the 2003 world cup in korea japan my father went for a world cup in 2006 to germany so this just added a lot in my um, uh, you know in my arsenal of knowing ke okay you know papa went for football which was brazil germany final that was my you know like the biggest world cup you know back then i was a kid it was the biggest celebration of my life that i have ever seen so so hence the journey continued and then when i started watching european football it just came you know i think 
आई थिंक आई वॉज मैंट फॉर लिवरपूल एंड लिवरपूल वॉज मैंट फॉर मी टू एंड दैट्स हाउ द जर्नी स्टार्टेड सो आई थिंक दिस इज द ओनली कॉन्स्टेंट थिंग इन माई लाइफ इन द पास्ट सिक्सटीन सेवेंटीन ईयर्स दैट हैज स्टूड बाई मी एंड आई हैव स्टूड बाय सो सो दिस इज बीट माई जर्नी ऑफ यू नो फॉलोइंग द फुटबॉल आउटसाइड एंड देन नोइंग अबाउट द डोमेस्टिक सीन एज वेल यू नो बिकॉज यू आर इन कैलकटा तो आप इग्नोर नहीं कर सकते हो लाइक यू नो इफ आई वॉज इन सम अदर सिटी I might have known about के हाँ गोवा में फुटबॉल अच्छा है कैलकटा में अच्छा है केरला में अच्छा है बट बियॉन्ड दैट आई वुडेंट रियली नो बट इफ इफ योर इन इफ इफ योर जस्ट अ कैलकटा बॉय यू मतलब यू के नॉट इग्नोर फुटबॉल फ्रॉम द सिटी सो सो दैट्स बीन द जर्नी I think that's a rarity that you know you know your father was football because that's probably not the case in most households. and i think we are going to be that generation where we produce football fans now like the next generations are going to Correct. watch football Correct. so that's that's a good Correct. thing and obviously we also delve into european football much more than we do to indian football but obviously it is so important to have conversations regarding the indian football industry which are often you know we don't see that happening a lot so it's good that we have somebody like you and we can talk about indian uh football and the indian footballing domain and you can give us kind of a fly on the wall kind of stuff so i just want to ask you before we delve into our agenda for the day as to what the indian football industry is like we keep hearing about what's happening with the bcci and the cricket and everything but what's the indian football industry like you because you're there in it you're you're part of the fabric with indian football industry is like i said no it's very young uh, okay uh, the football culture in india has been there for a very long time but what had happened hmm. was the uh, the industry and the the management and the ministry didn't didn't evolve with time and that's where i think in the um, mid 90s to somewhere around 2000 we we were just about okay and then again we lost our way somewhere in between and things like that because post 1990s like my father tells me you know uh, you know when when a pele back then in the 80s can come down to a mohan bagan ground uh, and when when a maradona can come to a east bengal ground so it's it's like it's like the city is buzzing with football um, so so i think somewhere in between we lost our way and uh, with the fsdl which is the body which runs the indian super league um they have tried their level best to support the aiff and make sure our leagues are very known in terms of a very commercial mass appeal angle which was required in football so so if i have to if i have to simple it down it would be i league is a fantastic league no doubt I am a massive I League supporter in terms of if I have to recruit talent, if I have to watch players, if I want to enjoy matches, I League is fantastic. But with the inception of ISL, the the scale of it has become broader. The the media and the marketing of it has made it even more bigger. It has made it more accessible to people. So this is the only difference uh, that is there, you know, which is in the Indian football, and it is happening for the benefit. See, a lot of people can come and say, you know how, uh, you know how FSDL is. 
you know trying to suppress the i league with the isl or you know there could be multiple uh, debates on it but overall as me working in the industry what i do realize is um with the isl there's more exposure there is more professionalism into the uh, management of players clubs finances and things like that and the outreach is a lot more uh you know i'm not a fan of you know isl ke opening mein salman khan ko bulao i'm not one of those who enjoys that because this is not ipl you know what i mean so it's football ultimately you know you can't have uh, salman khan and katrina kaif dancing in the opening of whatever the isl um but i like i said you know these things will improve with time with their own management trying to realize ki you cannot run a football league as per a cricket league um but like i said you know the reach is far bigger a lot of uh, countries uh, and especially why i s- say that india will benefit out of the isl is a lot of countries and sports persons and the fa's abroad know about the indian super league now earlier nobody knew about the i league people who knew were like either people who are really into indian football or some foreign player who's come to india and played and you know there is there is some buzz about it but with the indian super league their marketing their social media their presence and you know with the backing they have the league has gone to places where everybody now you have european uh, clubs and teams that reach out and say you know we want to uh, maybe have a business tie up with the indian super league maybe we want to uh, send players to the indian super league so that is really really cool right so you talking about reach and i'll just touch upon exactly that uh, which is on our agenda today uh, for those who don't know uh, the bundesliga giants borussia dortmund have recently signed a two year partnership with hyderabad fc who have completely rebranded now and there is an option to extend the deal till 2025 which is great news Uh, but that's just about all we know regarding this partnership. Uh, Abhishek, can you shed some more light on how this collaboration came to be and what it means for both parties and Indian football in general? Okay, so first, I'm before we jump into the specific of Hyderabad and uh, and the uh, BVB deal, I would just touch upon a couple of things that has happened earlier in India with terms of European franchise. Okay, um, see. earlier when the european markets were looking at big european football giants and clubs when they were looking at the indian market india is a massive consumer based industry so if suppose uh, like like back in the day arsenal fan club was the biggest fan club in india uh, by an english team you know this was 4 5 years back um so what the european clubs realized with time was that they want to leverage from the fact that india is a massive number game and there is a massive consumer base in india ready to feed on and support and get that sort of uh, um get that sort of fan base alignment with the club so hence you know a few years back you must have heard about arsenal soccer school franchise coming into india uh, you know then inter milan tried then liverpool had an academy in pune so they all looked at these angles now when it comes to the isl atk had a tie up with um, atletico uh, then jamshedpur had a tie up with atletico uh, usually what 
what the clubs didn't realize and this is as per my understanding of everything is um the giants club didn't realize that you know if we make some sort of a tie up or a commercial angle to take the franchise of a a, a particular club from europe they were just paying the franchise fee you know so they there wasn't really any development there wasn't really any it was it was good for marketing maybe you know it it sounds really nice that a club in india is connected with a club in europe and it's fantastic for marketing but there's no really development there's there's no really uh, technical improvement there are there are a lot of things uh, that i think they didn't foresee and make the tie up so and that is why both the tie ups have failed with atletico madrid in india uh now if i come back to bvb and hyderabad fc see bvb is no doubt one of the best um, youth football clubs in the world uh, you know i rate them i rate them with the leagues of ajax bvb southampton uh, you know these are clubs that have a history of having a fantastic academy um and from the academy comes the approach of you know having a good young squad and the style of football they play and things like that so so i think you know bvb has been trying to enter the indian market for quite some time uh because they realize again that there's a massive fan base of people which are which which the club will love to engage with you know uh matlab sirf agar hyderabad ka population le lo or total supporters in dortmund le lo to they will outnumber them two to three times you know if i if i if i be honest so so they want to now expand their reach and bvb has been very very active in the asian market because what happens in the overall in the asian market is if i'm a if i'm a established club with a history with a dominance in europe with playing champions league with competing in my uh, in the bundesliga at the top level now i want to impact on the asian market i want to build a fan base there now once a fan base is built there these fans are later going to turn into hardcore fans and they will later on to turn into consumers of what bbb makes so for example like one of you is a manchester fan or i'm a liverpool fan okay because i'm a liverpool fan for so many years i don't mind spending 8000 bucks on buying a jersey for liverpool but if someone tells me to buy a jersey of uh, some other indian club i will not buy even though it's like 10 times lesser the cost so 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 a lot of clubs want to leverage on that build a fan base here and grow it in the long run and make the tie up now when it comes with bvb hyderabad i think it's a fantastic tie up with hyderabad fc because hyderabad last year uh, made its inception uh, in the isl it's hyderabad and uh, you know hyderabad overall is a fantastic football market but it was never tapped it was never given uh, that opportunity to uh, showcase itself in the top level so the deal as per what i understand there is going to be a lot of academy development there's going to be a lot of indian football technical grooming and there's going to be a lot of social media marketing general marketing which will help establish the base value of the club in india 
so i think uh, what you said made sense in the fact that you know these collaborations and partnerships kind of die towards the end because the the announcements and the kind of marketing they do when the deal is announced it's so huge it creates a lot of buzz and then eventually it dies down and another high profile uh, partnership which happened uh, a couple of years ago i think last year was uh, the manchester city acquisition of mumbai city and i follow city ardently so i keep an eye on that uh, sort of news and i remember uh, manchester city ceo uh, farhan soriano was asked whether um, whether the city football group are in uh, involving themselves in the indian market for the long haul and uh, that's kind of been the story of these partnerships right i mean they, they, sometimes they get disbanded too early too prematurely and uh, they just don't work or there are some negotiation problems or clubs or parties are not on the same page and we've seen that so many times that uh, you know liverpool and all of these clubs uh, invested and uh, had player development centers and had collaborations but it just dies in the end so why does that happen why why is there no consistency in the kind of partnership they have see with the city uh, thing i will come back to that see city was a complete acquisition so that means they've come and they've taken over a club uh and you know so so they going to help the club finance it better maybe bring the valuation of it a lot more higher because the way mumbai uh, city fc was running it cannot really compete with the giants like atk uh, uh jsw who you know who have such big owners with bangalore fc and things like that so so i think that was very good because they acquired it and now they are involved in it and you know they will have better finances they have they have uh, you know lot, lots of improvement overall uh, you know what the club what younger clubs really need um, so this was the city take previously see what has happened is uh, to be really frank is we've never had football expertise trying to make these collaborations if i have to be honest okay what happens is uh, the top management of many maybe any other club who's sitting right there we have never done some sort of a collaboration or the franchise understanding of knowing how do you run a football partnership between a european club and hamara indian club so i think they have made a lot of there are a lot of loopholes that they didn't understand then you know maybe the current lot of the sports management or people who are who been heavily working in the sports management weren't used as advisors for these deals so they were they were just made they just made these deals uh, um initially it was a great marketing strategy it, it 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 became very popular and things like that and then like like you and i discussed you know it died down now it died down because like i said what is the requirement of a club tomorrow if i run a club be it small second division state division xyz whatever be the club i have to look at a couple of angles of grooming my club and making it successful number one angle to it is academy if i don't have a solid youth academy there is no there's no prospect of me building a club there is no point of me doing that because if i don't have under 13 15 18 21 if i don't have a series of academy approach to getting the kids involved playing football there is no point making a senior team every year buying players some buying some foreign players keeping some players because i'm not building a base i'm just trying to reach on the top and just know okay if i can sustain it or not and that was the approach with the other tie ups that our clubs had 
so they didn't really look at the angle of what will be the academy development what will be the technical expertise uh, that the indian players will get they didn't make the tie up in 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 terms of knowing suppose hypothetical example when atk was tied up with atletico or when jamshedpur was tied up with atletico it would have been lovely to see jamshedpur players go on a pre season to atletico train there maybe play with their b team maybe play with some other clubs uh, in 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 the spanish league and maybe second division you know so so i think what what the clubs did not understand is to get the maximum leverage out of the partnership and that's where i think we lagged and that's where the partnership didn't work out because the clubs were paying massive franchisee fee for all of this to make this tie up but they didn't really know how to utilize it and play the upper hand of knowing look if you're going to spend so much money we are taking the brand of atletico we want you to develop our academy we want you to send us technical expertise we want you to send us a couple of you know players from maybe you know a, a, a atletico player who's a little aged uh, or is decently young can come on loan in india and play because the indian season is now is now a lot more uh, you know things like that so so i think it just got stuck in the commercial and the marketing angle and beyond that there is not nothing really that happened so that is why it died out and all these clubs have broken the partnerships with those clubs yeah i think uh that got highlighted by the fact that uh, what i was reading was that the atletico madrid representative who came out after the deal broke down with atk said that uh, they had disagreements over profit margins and obviously we can't talk about that but another thing which he mentioned was that we had disagreements over youth development which is not what atletico uh, atk was actually looking at and that's why they cut down the partnership so obviously we the reasons are obviously best known to them and we won't really know what ha- what happens behind the scenes but obviously what you may uh, what you said may, may makes a lot of sense because they really care more about the commercial aspect of it rather than the uh, technical or rather the uh, on the pitch uh, sort of uh, scenario so i think that makes a lot of sense yeah uh, i think we have to if you're talking about mergers and collaborations i think we have to uh, mention the atk and mohan bagan partnership which obviously has created such a reverberation around indian football obviously it's so iconic in its uh, you know in its stature and what does it mean for indian football and i mean what is your reaction to that uh see i think um, it's the fantastic way to go ahead and make a a, a statement in a city like calcutta um and for indian football in general see mohan bagan is one of the most iconic clubs and the oldest club in india and asia is just not uh, restricted just here so so with atk being a young club with with having a good um financial background with having with having uh, lovely owners you know the owners love football because they are also calcutta made born brought up and you know they've grown up in the same culture so it just made sense that when like a mohan bagan who who was doing well but you know with the ili clubs there's always the aspect of ye saal nikal jayega to agle saal kya hoga in terms of finances you know because because the sponsorship valuation is a lot low uh 
things have changed since the inception of the ISL because of the reach. Um, the broadcast revenue is not a lot for uh, the I League. The sponsors are not a lot for the I League. So it was a perfect time for. Um, there were three clubs in Calcutta. So there are four clubs in Calcutta. If you think about it, there is Mohammedan Sporting, there is um, East Bengal, there is Mohan Bagan, and there is ATK. So it only made sense for ATK to look at a historic club. and atk in its 6 years of in the isl has also made history by winning the league three times so so it it made a perfect sense for them to get this merger acquire stakes in mohan bagan and then name it atk mohan bagan you know because because that way they can they can keep the fan base they can they can engage with millions of uh, football lovers and mohan bagan lovers in calcutta and they also have a history of winning so mohan bagan it was it was just so happened that atk also won and mohan bagan also won you know so so it it made a solid partnership and this is where the future is going to lie because these these are the times where um, you know the older clubs in india we call them in calcutta we call them the dada clubs you know they are, they they are like the dadas you know <laughs> they they don't like change they they just want to stick to how they are and and i'm i'm i don't want to be disrespectful but i honestly mean uh, the massive one difference between the i league and the isl has to be with the professional angle of working internal working so all the i league clubs um they it's a lot more tougher to get through the management uh, than it is with the isl the isl is more approachable the isl teams and the owners and and they have specific people for specific requirements you know there's a certain person who is doing recruitment there's a certain person who is doing financials there's a certain person who is doing marketing so these are job specified roles in such big clubs which usually when you come to the i league clubs you miss out so mohan bagan atk joining i think it's historic it's iconic people are going to remember this the legacy of mohan bagan is going to be remembered and is going to get even more bigger so that has been one of the fantastic angles for a club like atk to grab the opportunity and make this a perfect alignment because not only are they getting and investing in a club and making the merger they are also getting a fan base of millions of people who are their supporters not only in calcutta but all over the world right now i just want to tie in with uh, when you're talking about the future the academy and the way forward probably uh, abhishek you work with some big names from the indian football world most notably gurpreet singh john johnson and sumit rathi who recently won the emerging player of the year last season now sumit had said recently that the isl is great for young players to develop confidence improve their game and said that it's a great platform to use as a launch pad to potentially play abroad now we all wish that for sumit but we also hope that india can someday be a destination for players as well Now, as Mehul knows, um, and we were talking about earlier, I cover a kids' league in Bangalore called the Community League, and it's for under eights, under tens, and under twelves. Um, it's a grassroots level league, uh, but it's great because there's so much involvement, there's so much hard work that goes on behind the scenes from the kids, the coaches, the parents, and the entire way it's organized and managed. And I think the kids act; they play really well. I mean, I wish, I wish I had something like that as a kid. I watched them week in, week out, and it it I I think it's looking pretty good for India. 
So what is it like working with players of such high potential and stature? Do all of them have dreams of playing in Europe? I mean, I'm sure most of them do. But how do you think it will pan out for younger players coming up who aspire to make a career out of football? See, uh, number one, in when it when it comes to uh, the youth uh, development and the youth scenario in India, um, see, earlier the approach was very different. Uh, you know, uh, where people would, where, where the players would, uh, you know, maximum want to play the Santosh Trophy or maybe get through uh, the I-League and, you know, just have like a decent career and things like that. Play for the national team, of course, uh, being their priority. But um, the game changer, I think, in the Indian scene has happened with uh, someone like Gurpreet Bhai. You know, so Gurpreet Bhai is the best example that I give to all the young players, be it if I meet a 12-year-old who tells me I want to be a footballer or if I speak to someone like Sumit or I, if I speak to a budding footballer who is maybe just wanting to play second division and is happy and content in playing in that level. So, Gurpreet Bhai becomes the number one example for every single person uh, in terms of who wants to take a football career up because he had a fantastic start if you see you know at the age of 18 19 if you're if you're if you're playing for one of the biggest clubs in india called East bengal uh, the pressure is immense and at that age uh, he he was here uh, he played with east bengal you know he had his own ups and downs here there was a lot of learning for him and then the right time came for him where he moved abroad to norway and played the the very famous uh, you know europa league uh, match where he was uh, he was there so that i think changed the face of a lot of youngsters looking at football and knowing ke boss europe doesn't mean that i have to go to the premier league or i have to go to la liga only to make myself successful you know europe is huge so i can go play in the league in norway i can go play in the league in uh, netherlands i can go play in the league in uh, belgium you know belgium france all of these are fantastic leagues for at least a lot of the indian talents to go and give it a shot so that way i think aspirations for a lot of youth has um, you know they've started dreaming again you know ke you know gurpreet bhai ne kiya hai and it holds such a value ke hum bhi ek din you know even we can make it possible so this was number 1 number 2 is uh, see someone like a sumit you know like i got sumit when he was he was 16 17 you know he was just about to uh, um, make it to the uh, indian under 17 squad and then he was there and even though he didn't get game time and things like that um he is from a breed of players that came from one of the very, very well-known institutes in India called Chandigarh Football Academy. So before this, when you talk about academies, so right now there are there are so many academies in India. There are so many in Bangalore and not all of them are really very pro-football. Now it's become like a more of a commercial aspect. Okay, you know, you pay a certain money and you can uh, join the academy in XYZ. The earlier, the base of uh, a lot of players who've come to the national team and who are big stars now in the ISL have usually come from Tata Football Academy and Chandigarh Football Academy. These are the two hardcore uh, academies that produced a lot of players. So, Sumit was a Chandigarh Football Academy player. So, instantly, I get one take knowing that his football technicality is going to be good. 
when i was scouting him so i was like okay his football technicality pe to matlab that's that's even even though it's not my field of uh, um, expertise but i know that you know he is already groomed in that so then we work with him we got him on board we tried to figure out things and the most important thing which is required for the youth right now is be it if you're a 18 year old player if you're below 21 all that you need as a player are not massive contracts you need game time if you don't have game time it's not going to work out for you it's not you you can be a star one season and next season nobody knows you you're going to you're going to fizz away that success is going to go away so so all that you need is you need game time and i remember when when we spoke to sumit it took us a very long time for us to you know constantly figure out you know what is the best for him and then we realized that you know he he got a good opportunity with indian arrows when he was there but he was just in the reserves he never really got the playing time so that's when we decided we are going to make a move uh, to atk you know atk came with a good offer i have fantastic relations with uh, the club and the management their their recruitment head uh, is is also a very very good person in terms of scouting uh, young talent you know their former recruitment head if i have to be correct um, so and that's how we worked it out and we we got sumit on board he came into the reserve team what worked out for sumit is the hard work that he has he played the saf cup under 19 for india and they won so it's a lot of hard work and with a little bit of luck also that has to play as a factor and then with atk uh, reserve team he played the second division his stats were very very good um and hence hence any club would want to give the opportunity for a youngster to come play with the senior team and uh, when sumit got that opportunity and you know he just grabbed it by both his hands and never looked back and 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 the rest is history as we know so so that this is the right path for any young players you know when i sign younger talents i just focus on saying game time and stats game time and stats because game time or stats nahi rahega aapke paas there is no point uh you know moving further i what am i going to go to a club and talk about a player saying he's very talented but he has zero minutes and uh, he has matlab the overall aspect of whatever position he plays i have nothing to show to the club yeah i think the large consensus is that there is a bright future for indian football and uh, coming back to gurpreet i think uh, many would not know that he had a trial at wigan athletic Correct. and that didn't work out because he uh, decided to stay in india and i mean what is like obviously like we said there's an aspiration of young indian players to some day play in european clubs and obviously gurpreet did play uh, in the norwegian league and he played that europa league match as well he became the first and only player to play in the europa league so um, do we uh, like are the indian football administration wanting players to stay put in india or are they you know wanting them to go abroad and you know probably i mean why did gurpreet stay in india why did he decide to stay in india <laughs> see indian football administration is a very broad word i would rather say now with the franchises you know so like a atk mohan bagan would love for sumit to send him on a loan to somewhere maybe some day if there is a big club where sumit can grow play matches learn the style and maybe come back to the home club and contribute and things like that so that way it's a brighter future in terms of when franchises are signing long term contracts with a lot of young players 
which is the best way to move forward because if you're signing a long-term contract earlier you know usually in the i-league how it works is it's a rolling contract so every year there is one year contract maximum two years uh, beyond that they don't go but with the ISL now with the clubs putting a new approach maybe maybe it, it this has happened in a couple of years uh, now and maybe it's also the pandemic maybe they want to see a lot of Indian players also play the foreign player rule has changed so all of this factor has contributed a lot for the club to think differently so now if they see a potential young talent being in the reserve team or playing a few matches in the senior team or you know having a decent successful season they are keeping the player for a longer duration they are giving them longer contracts so it's good for the club it's good for the player and also when they start playing see when india overall has to grow in the afc aspect you know so if the indian clubs and the indian players are performing at a high level in the afc that's when the calling from maybe europe maybe uh, maybe maybe uh, the middle east maybe uh, you know dubai well, uh, then can come a calling to a league where they can perform and they can really uh, you know get that foreign experience in and then maybe come back to india so this has been the key for uh, for all of us to understand that we have to have clubs that are constantly competing in afc because kya hota hai na sirf if we just keep competing in our domestic league some league in europe which already has massive demands from continents suppose they have they have a requirement to get a asian player why will they choose a indian over a south korean japanese iranian you know xyz why will they choose an indian player over these countries if they have to put the asian angle uh, or they can or they can get players from africa who are really really talented uh, and who come at a very very uh, uh, very diversified sort of a background and things like that so in that way i think the move forward would be that clubs and players at both national level and at the club level perform better in asia if you perform better in asia you get more noticed the more you get noticed there are better chances of that young player to maybe go for a couple of years on loan or on a transfer or on a game time plan abroad you know that is the best way forward i think uh, 1 million dollar question i think is left and then we'll probably conclude the episode um <laughs> what is the future of indian football i mean how is it going to improve whether in 20 what will it be like in 2030 like say 10 years from now i mean i think your best position to answer that i mean probably nobody knows but out of the three of us you probably know the best so uh, what is the future yeah see i am a very optimistic individual in general okay um to be honest um see i think there is a lot of uh, hope for indian football i think there is a lot of growth and development that can take place in indian football which is already happening uh, you know sometimes what happens is and i want to via your platform also reach out to a lot of football lovers in india and tell them that it's lovely that you support uh, 
Chelsea, United, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Madrid, whoever you support. But it's very important for you guys to also support the Indian national team. It's also very important for you guys to watch your local league because that's where that's where the encouragement for a player will come in. You know, you, you if you're a massive Trent Alexander-Arnold fan who's in uh, Liverpool and you're an uh, Indian here who loves him, but the young... Trent Alexander-Arnold, who's grooming at your own country, who's a great, uh, you know, fullback or, you know, who's a great defender, winger, X, Y, Z. You know, they need the support from the fans. The more recognition and the support they get from the fans, the more confident they are going to be on the pitch, the better they are going to perform, the more hard they are going to carry on their sleeves to know that I play for India and I play in an Indian league. So... That is the key which I hope it does reach out to a lot of football fans across India via your platform. The question that you put across uh, saying, yes, I think Indian football does have a good future. I think if 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 there are a certain things that, in, that can improve, I think our players are going to perform at the top level in the, uh, in the Asian competitions, you know. So, I think in terms of if our league durations can increase maybe a little more, if the national team games are a little more, you know, see what happens is you and I both follow Europe, right? We follow European, we follow Middle East and Southeast Asian, you know, all sort of um, uh, football players nations so if you do realize they don't really have much of a gap uh, in the season correct me if i'm wrong you know so 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 a lot of players playing at the top clubs unke paas to matlab aapka 6 to 9 months aapka chala jata hai where your the entire season of your league is going to go champions league is going to go then in between you have international breaks then you have your uh, euro qualifying then you have your olympic then you have your uh, you know world cup qualifying so there are so many games so that means the athlete is super active the athlete is always at the top of his game you know so i think if if that sort of uh, competitiveness comes to the indian angle, where there are more matches for the players where where suppose uh, suppose Sumit Rati is actually playing 30 to 45 matches a season now that is where it's going to become competitive that is where he's going to grow so I think in in the next couple of years, in the next two, three years, if we can figure out some sort of a system to get uh, more games for a lot of young players, I think the squad that is being developed and which goes till 2030, India will have a great chance, at least in the Asian level. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. And uh, Mehul will know that I, I played uh, right back for our uh, college team. So, you know, if, if anyone wants to pick me up, ATK, BFC, if, if you're listening, <laughs> just uh, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, but uh, but jokes apart, I think um, a few points that we can tie in here that you know we may have we may actually have those that level of potential in our own country, and if we support them, correct. And like Mayul said uh, earlier in the episode, that we will probably be the next generation, you know, bringing up these the next generation of footballers. I think all this ties into a very hopeful and a better future correct. for India when it comes correct. to football. Yeah, one more thing I'd just like to add, guys: grassroots development is the future. You know, if the kid who's five years old, eight years old, when they start playing football, enjoying the sport, that's how football is going to grow. You can't turn 15, 16 and say, I want to be a footballer. You know, so grassroots development is 
a must and a key for the growth of indian football yeah yeah i've i've seen it with my own eyes and i've pleasantly surprised amazed to be honest because the kids actually play very very well and it's so it's so good to see yes and it's it's overall a community development it's it's its parents and see nowadays we live in a generation where parents are more interactive where parents think beyond ke you know i want my kid to become a sportsman i want my kid to take some form of art you know we are not living in those times where it's very specific to just parents sticking to saying ke you know your career has to be a ca lawyer engineer doctor you know all of that you know uh, yeah so now it's beyond now they want their kids to take some form of art they want their kids to become a uh, sports person so you know so that is been the massive change because the younger generation of parents who are there who are uh, you know who whose kids are whose kids are young the parents have also the enthusiasm to go see us go see his son or daughter play in our sunday league you know they want to come out and be supportive and you witness that i have worked on the img hero isl children's league in bengal so i am aware of it you know we interacted with 4000 kids and it was fantastic you know the the engagement was huge so so i think the overall ecosystem when it develops like that it's very helpful the younger coaches uh, imagine a 19 20 year old coach who gets an opportunity to work with a under 10 team or a under 12 team you know so that that is also an opportunity for him to grow in his career so overall i think the whole ecosystem when it grows as a community that's the future of football and that's how india is going to grow Yeah, so I I think this has been a very very insightful episode. Uh, thank you so much, Abhishek. Both of us learned a lot, and I'm I'm sure our viewer our listeners also will um enjoy listening. Uh, but now we'll uh, we'll tone it down a little bit. Uh, this is the fun part of the episode. We'll we'll be asking you some questions that some of our followers have submitted. So the first one is um, the first one is oh, it's uh, it's Bhaskar only. <laughs> Uh, so Vasco wants to ask about the fan culture in India. He says that um, there's often a lack of crowds during ISL games, and how how is that detri- detrimental? Because even football fans do not go to watch to watch local games. So how can we how can we resolve that? Uh, I think see what what will happen is like like I made the appeal no so. Uh... what what we have to do in the overall aspect for developing the fan culture is the engagement of the fans okay so it's very nice to see that you know we follow a lot of european footballs and maybe if you meet a actual liverpool or a united fan from liverpool or united or who go to the stadium with their family you know weekend you know every week uh you know who have the season ticket membership or some sort of a thing you realize one key aspect is their fan engagement is fantastic you know it's an experience for someone to come in it's an experience for you to be in that atmosphere so i think what the indian franchises and the indian clubs need to do is uh, see there is a lot of fan following in the i league which you cannot doubt you know if you go to a east bengal mohan bagan game you will see 30 40000 people um when it comes to the isl i just think the fan engagement aspect of it can improve the franchises and the leagues can make a better effort in communicating and connecting with the fans uh, and and that and that is not a process that will happen uh, you know uh, overnight it will not happen in a year it will take time so i think the best way forward is if all the fan communities can come together uh, you know whoever supports european football can look at supporting the national team so suppose 
I will give you an example. Is suppose I'll take Mayul as an example. Okay, uh, Mayul is a United lover. Now recently he has started watching Indian football because they have performed decently in AFC. And Mayul becomes a fan of uh, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu and uh, Udanta and people like that. So automatically, once I become a fan of or knowing that I like Gurpreet or I like Udanta or I like such players, Mayul says, "Okay, you know." I think the club that I want to support is going to be Bangalore FC, you know, because both my, uh, you know, both the players that I like in the national team play for this club, and then the and then the fan culture keeps, you know, becoming bigger, and then Mayul will maybe one day go for a BFC game, and then he's going to experience the BFC and the West Block Blue atmosphere, and then it and then the legacy will continue. So I think. some there are some clubs who are making good effort in terms of fan engagement i think the other clubs can do the same i think you saying that i am a united fan gave me a bit of a heart attack because sorry i was city fan i said it's all hypothetical by the way you are a city fan i am a city fan yeah oh wow okay yeah <laughs> that's I'm, that's the reaction I'm, of every I'm, guest I'm, in our on our show <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah yeah that's, yeah we've never actually this is the the first time that we uh, mayul is actually explicitly revealing yeah. that uh, he's a city fan but for uh, for 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 bhaskar and myself um, if anyone if any of you can take a wild guess <laughs> based on our last 16 or 17 episodes please put that in the co- in the comments <laughs> yeah Okay, so we'll move on to the next question. So, uh, Param asks us, uh, "What is the scope for working in the sports industry in India?" Ah, uh, the best way to go about it is, ah, uh, you know, get some internship. Ah, uh, you know, you know, work. It could be like sports domain is like an umbrella. So you know whatever is your inclination towards, if you like sports media, if you like writing, if you if you want to do social media, if you want to do events, sports events and things like that. So my take of it is, you know, start an internship, do a couple of years, do a lot of uh, gain a lot of networking experiences, learn on ground, and when the time is right, maybe pursue a professional course, and post which you know apply to some company, get yourself a good job in whatever uh, line of work. but you have to be a little patient with it and uh, one more suggestion would be don't straight away go you know you might be hearing about institutes right now uh, you know there when i was doing sports management there were just two institutes in india currently there are i think maybe 12 or 14 institutes overall so just don't just don't go apply and enroll into an institute because um like your practical experience and networking is going to build a base for you and then when you go do a professional course it's only going to add a advantage to whatever knowledge that you have on field so without without having any practical knowledge if you just go enroll uh, you're not you're going to learn but you're not really really going to know how to go about your career you know the best way is get a couple of internships work hard figure things out you know get towards what you're inclined in the sports management angle and then and then uh, do a professional course i think yeah that's good advice and um, for for any of you listening who uh, want internships in anything related to football there's this excellent uh, Excellent place called Talking Barefoot. <laughs> If, uh, any edit editors, writers, or social media managers, I'll just yeah, know. absolutely, absolutely. Or else, you know, or else, you know, I also have encouraged a lot of people, a lot of times, also like you know, some people who are in the mid age region who have some work experience, 
who it might not be the right time for them to maybe say ki you know main jaakar abhi wapas you know internship karu jabki mere paas 3 saal ka kisi aur field mein experience hai so what i would tell them is instead of you spending lots of money on doing a professional course become a sports entrepreneur man yeah. you know like you know take the leap of faith and you know uh, figure out what you enjoy doing and invest your money in there and grow grow each day you know that is the way forward yeah right i think in our generation that there's probably more scope of doing that as well absolutely now um aman asks uh, is there a pathway for youth to the isl like the under 15 and under 17 i league that used to exist oh yes absolutely i like i said the club mentalities have changed now people are looking at uh, the clubs are looking at younger players uh, you know sumit is is an example you have uh, you have dhiraj is an example you have a lot of young players you know amarjit is an example who's my favorite player you know uh, with jamshedpur so so i think the clubs have realized that there is there is no point uh, you know uh, you know if if they truly want to develop and groom and compete they have to obviously have some experienced players but the best way to go about it is sign a lot of younger players give them that opportunity make them you know if if like a atk signs a younger player it's fantastic because the younger player is going to be in the reserve team he's going to compete in the second division football he's going to get game time and when the club thinks is the right time or there's some injury they will know okay i have this uh, player in my squad and l- let us push him to the senior level and you know if he performs he makes a name for himself you know so that that's the way it should be you know that's how it's done everywhere around the world so so the, there's a there's a massive uh, mentality change and it's lovely for everyone who supports youth football it's a fantastic time for you to be watching indian football and in the indian league uh, so rahul asks a question which probably is on the lips and minds of every football fan he asks who do you think will be indian football's next face slash poster boy when shetri retires ah uh, okay <laughs> i think there are opportunities uh, there are lots of opportunities okay i have a lot of respect for sunil bhai he's been uh, he's been someone that i've grown up looking at you know my classic would be baichung butia who i grew up looking at uh sunil chetri was uh, uh, also one of them now to be really honest for me I really think there are two people who uh, clear the mark in terms of uh, who can come very close to what Sunil Bhai has achieved with the Indian football. Uh, number one is Gurpreet Bhai, uh, and this has nothing to do with because I, you know, do some sort of work with him. Uh, it's also because I. whatever interactions that I have with him as a friend and I know him as an individual, he is a. perfect role model and a perfect example for people to look at and um, he's he's very good looking his commercial aspects are very nice you know he can be marketed really well so i think gurpreet bhai would be uh, my number one choice my number two choice would be sindesh jingan uh, who also i think is a fantastic limelight to indian football so i think these two uh, cut above the rest in terms of who could come close to the sunil chetri now if you talk about the younger lot um in the younger lot i am i really think uh, sahal is uh, fantastic you know sahal is a great great talent um thapa is a great talent 
uh amarjeet is my favorite amarjeet i think is going to be the the in the 5 10 years he is going to be the mesut ozil of uh, the indian national team because his just his game his pass his control is just so fantastic to watch like i'm a fan like i i would pay five times the money to go watch amarjeet play that's how good he is so 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 in terms of in terms of this is all with talent but uh, to be a sunil chhetri you have to also have talent you have to have uh, commercial appeal you have to have uh, uh, you know you have to have multiple you have to holistically have that uh, personality uh, to reach that uh, to reach that position so these are the potential list that i think and sumit of course i think sumit is the sharukh khan of uh, of <laughs> what i think in indian football. ball for me so that's how i take it yeah i think uh, with gurpreet singh we can already see with his uh, that you know puma have endorsed him and he's already the face of uh, indian football for puma so we can see that uh, that those sort of things are already happening yeah with puma with red bull uh, you know yeah, yeah. so you know like now 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 people are you know this is the right way this is the right encouragement for any player to look at yeah yeah now i i think uh, we we should end it with uh, the champions league predictions actually this is quite a sudden abrupt turn but um, just you know for the sake i love it i wanted to talk about it i was waiting for <laughs> this question to come uh, so yeah what we we have discussed in our previous podcast but uh, we we will just reiterate again what what do you think abhishek who who are you rooting for bayern munich any day bayern munich i am i i just think bayern munich are um I think because of their experience playing in Europe, because they're such a quality uh, superstar team, that I think they're going to edge PSG over. Um, and it could also be a personal reason because I'm not a Neymar fan at all. Like I cannot stand Neymar, so maybe that's why my inclination is towards Bayern. But um, to to if I have to really judge, I I still think because of the experience that Bayern Munich has playing such finals and playing such big competitions, they're going to edge over PSG. Yeah, that's what I think. I think. Uh... I had also said uh, Bayern, and uh, we'll we'll have that episode coming out as well, the Champions League final preview. So you know, everyone can check that out. Mayor wanted Leon to win. Unfortunately, <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if I have to go, if I have to go a little slide back in the Champions League earlier, like of course Bayern Munich weren't my favorites. Now this is because it's PSG and Bayern Munich. It's Bayern Munich. But you know, I I also really wanted Leon to do well. I wanted. Uh, Uh, you know, uh, a lot. They see there a lot of club. I actually wanted Man City to do well because I really thought, uh, you know, this is a perfect. This pandemic, this entire situation, will make a perfect finish for them if they can at least reach the finals, if not win it. Uh, but that didn't happen. So that's about it. I'm sure Mayol was heartbroken. Yeah, I think the only reason I was rooting for Leon was because they beat City and they actually played well against Bayern and they could have actually won that game if they'd taken their early chances. Yeah. But like Abhishek, you said how you can't stand Neymar. I can't stand stand Bayern Munich either. I just can't. <laughs> I just don't like that club at all. And which is why I'm going to go for PSG. Okay. And I'm, I just I really I was I was loving it the fact that PSG and Leipzig made it to the semi-finals because the entire football community, the f- entire football fraternity was absolutely yeah uh, going crazy because of these two 
absolutely money drilled clubs coming into the uh, fray yeah <laughs> so uh, i am going for psg to win this final uh, yeah 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 uh, see uh, like i said you know bayern munich is simple like what i really think is again i think psg is a fantastic team like matlab i'm a fan of thiago silva mbappe you know like i love him he's so good he's so fast uh but why i just think with the goal form that lavandowski has um with how the team is playing right now with the build up they have i just think but it's going to be a competitive game it's not going to be a boring game for sure i'm going for bayern but i can see i i think that anything can happen because you know both of them have absolute superstars i'm personally looking very forward to the to the uh, mbappe and alfonso davies battle so that will be very interesting to see that that is going to be superbly interesting because it's going to be so much pace is going to be like it's going to be see like i am i am a football lover okay just to, to divert a little i am a cruyff fan yeah so my football and my love for football and my thinking about football is all all total football it's cruyff uh, you know i think he's he's the godfather of it and 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 that fast attacking style of complete football is what i'm a fan of uh, so i think i think this is what it's going to be really really interesting uh not that i have anything against different strategies or different tactical plays but uh, but i am this lover of you know cruyff is the godfather for me to understand if i have understood football 2% also it's it's just to that great man and his philosophies of looking at the sport um and then of course we have gegen pressing with jogen klopp uh which is something that i love so yeah so yeah you know so yeah fast attacking football is is the is what i think is the best form that you know uh, the fans and as per as per the global appeal you can enjoy a lot more you know there's so much to it uh, that that barcelona game uh, if i take not only us you know the city tottenham game you know last year champions league so these these are the games the 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 ajax game that happened you know these are the games that you want to live for that you want to enjoy that you want to you know witness um and 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 that's what these football clubs do and uh, my one yeah and my one last appeal to everyone who's listening to this and via this platform uh love the game uh love your national team support your national players support the national league that's how we are all going to grow and really contribute to football in whole in this country thank you so much guys yeah i think to each his own you know and that's what makes the football community and the game the beautiful game what it is uh thank you very much abhishek for joining us it's been a wonderful episode and an absolute pleasure we learnt a lot um you can check out abhishek and athletes today we'll leave their handles in the description uh we hope you enjoyed this episode uh, we'll be bringing you plenty more quality content soon as all the domestic leagues will be starting in just over 2 weeks so we can't wait uh you can follow us on instagram at at talking barefoot we'll bring you all the news views and previews on everything football this is the talking barefoot podcast bye for now